Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball time. Turn on the fan. JD's coming on. He's a baseball man. I gotta get the scoop before I drive home from the kid from Queens calling Arlington home. Car pulls up. Who can it be? A fresh El Camino. It's Mike Daly. Rose down his window and he what? started to say, It's all about making that kick ass tray. Cause the boys in the front office are always hard. Come talking that trash in the boy your car. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me skin, I ain't said spit. The John Daniels Show is brought to you by Evan Williams Bourbon and BMW, the ultimate driving machine. All right, joining us now, the Ben Skin Show, our buddy John Daniels, JD. Let's talk about an awesome way to finish a road trip: fifteen-one over the Mariners on Saturday, fourteen-one over the Mariners on Sunday. Just what the doctor ordered for your guys. What do you make of the way you guys finished strong? Yeah, it was good. Had our our two uh, two best starters out there, and they pitched like it. Um, both got deep in the game, bunch of punch outs, missed a bunch of bats. Uh, you know, Seattle didn't play very good defense, but our guys took advantage of it, and uh, we swung the bats well. And and not, you know, it wasn't just like the first few innings and put up a few runs. I thought it was really encouraging to see us kind of keep the pedal down and, and keep scoring, kind of make it a little breathing room for everybody else. This is, you know, always kind of an obtuse sort of thing, but I look at it and I go, man, back-to-back days with that outrageous of an offensive explosion – what does that do for a team in terms of momentum or psyche, or does that have that big of an impact, or is it because the season is so long those just feel like aberrations? You know, I do think it has a good impact, especially you know at the end of a trip and you're getting on a, on a long flight home and coming back. Uh, I wasn't on the, on the trip, but I'm sure that you're talking to the guys that were there, Josh and everybody. That it's a pretty upbeat group, um, and I do think after you know a rough start to the trip, uh, it does help, especially putting up. You know, big points like that. Everybody's got a little confidence coming home for the homestand. So obviously, let's let's start with Saturday. Mike Miner, seven innings pitch, three hits, one earned run, thirteen strikeouts. He wanted to save the bullpen, go go further. Sets his personal strikeout record. Just a phenomenal performance by him. And and obviously, he's not going anywhere. He's under contract next season. And uh, you guys are obviously very happy with the way he's performing for you. But I would imagine. Your phone's probably starting to ring a little bit. If it if it hasn't already, it soon will, because I'm sure teams are inquiring about his availability. Um, have people already started to reach out? Not that you're interested, but have people already started to reach out? No, not really. Um, it, it would be pretty unusual for this time of year to have those kind of conversations. I mean, it, it's happened in the past time, time to time, but I don't think for the most part, I don't think you get a real meaningful trade talk unless they were kind of already – in the works until after the draft. And I just think that first two months, everybody's kind of taken, you know, inventory of what they've got. Um, also at the same time, looking outside for who might be available. You get through the draft, you get the guys signed, and then everybody starts to turn their attention to, to potential acquisitions. And 
you know, we got hit on Mikey a number of times this winter. Um, you know, we, we were given kind of everything else we were looking at. We we're open-minded to it, but not one thing we we're looking to do. And, you know, I think, listen, we think he's really good. You know, so we had pretty high kind of barrier to entry in our mind that they even really start the, the conversation. It, it didn't get there, and it wasn't something we were looking to force by any stretch. Talking to John Daniels here on the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. You guys have dealt with a lot of injuries early on. I mean, a lot of teams have, but you guys specifically, you know, it's hit your infield, it's hit, hit your uh, rotation. Where are you guys on the health front, and where do you feel like uh, the reinforcements are coming? You know, for, for the most part, um, the uh, the injuries are, are kind of a little bit in the to-be-expected category. I mean, the one that kind of makes you a little bit sick with Volquez just for how hard he's worked to come back and you know hopefully he'll he'll eventually get good news but that was a, that was a tough one to take because it's you know has had two TJs and anytime you get a little elbow issue uh, but I think to be fair like you you know we have a couple starters that have some recent history and I think we knew that there were there was a chance for additional issues most of the other ones are are um, kind of in the in the normal category, you know, goozy hamstring, it's going to happen. Odor was kind of a little freak deal, but he only missed 10 days. I think goozy will probably be back next week. Um, the, the other one that, you know, kind of you hate to see it was Hearn. That one made me a little bit sick. Just, you know, he's, he's a young guy with, with, with talent and upside and, um, you know, for him to have an elbow issue, hopefully we'll, we'll dodge a bullet there. But um, outside of that, I think we've, you know, most of these, Little the injuries are kind of the in the minor category, and everybody should be back relatively soon. Man, uh, you got to be feeling really good about the lineup you've you've put together. Obviously, the players got to go out there and play, but I would imagine you guys, your entire front office, is feeling pretty good about the way that this roster is so incredibly deep. In fact, uh, any point of this batting order could beat somebody, and and you've even got guys like Santana and Forsyth and Pence stepping up when they get opportunities with huge contributions. How are you feeling right now about the depth of your lineup? Yeah, it it is uh it has been fun to watch these guys go out there and you know, Pence and Forsyth have have really been very good out there. I mean uh, Hunter's driven the ball, uh Forsyth's been like extremely consistent with the quality of the bats and they've both been so good in the clubhouse, you know, kinda uh, Hunter willing to, to play or sit whenever Woody asks him to. Forsyth started, I think, at all four infield positions. Um, and then they've just been really good as far as they've been on winning teams. Uh, they, they've both played in the World Series. Hunter's won a few. So I think their their influence has been awesome. And, and Santana's an interesting guy. You know, you, you think about some of the the kind of paths that some of the uh, real talented players in the games have taken. And guys bounce around. You know, some guys like, like Danny was a high prospect, um, had a real good – first year with the twins struggled with some some plate discipline issues and that lasted for a few years he came into camp this this spring and just looked really good it's a unique skill set you don't have many guys switch hitter plus runner uh, has power plus arm can can legitimately play both shortstop and center field you don't get many guys that can do that and you know we think he may have tapped into a little something offensively as well we're talking to john daniels here on the ben and skin show 105.3 the fan I'm real interested in uh, what Willie Calhoun is doing right now, moving to second base. Now, I know he was there for a little bit with the Dodgers, and obviously Woody was there for that. Uh, And then you guys have had some injuries here in the infield. So I'm curious, 
how much of that has led to this move? How much of it has been just trying to figure out what his path is? How much of it has been him losing weight? What What's the decision making here? Yeah, I think there's really two things there, Skinner. The first is that you know, Willie Calhoun today is a different player than the guy that we acquired and uh, was here last year. Um, and what I mean by that is just the, the shape he's in physically, athletically. He he was not in, in in physical condition to play second base, in our opinion. Uh, you know, as far as like an agility standpoint and and the athletic movements you need to make to to play on the dirt. And he's got himself into that shape. And I think the second one is, is, is mentally, um, you know, he, at the end of spring, obviously he took it hard that he wasn't going to make the club, but he came back and he talked to, to Woody and I, and he basically said, listen, like I want to do everything I can so that, you know, the next time that there's an opening, you know, that I'm not just a left fielder DH. And so he said, he goes, I'd love to play some center field. He said, I'd like to work out at second base again. You know, do we see him as a, an everyday center fielder, second base? Probably not, but, you know, the fact that mentally speaking, he wanted to put the work in to, to give us some roster options if, if it comes to pass. Like that was really a positive sign for us. So we encouraged it. All right. Let's talk about Elvis. What an incredible start for Elvis. Uh, he goes uh, three for four on Saturday with a home run. Average is out of control. Second in the American League in batting average at 365, sixth in the AL and OPS, fourth in the American League in wins above replacement. Elvis is playing out of his mind, and we, we've talked a lot about the new approach at the plate um, that you guys are bringing this year, and we've talked about how it impacts guys like Joey Gallo and Rugnet Odor. We haven't really talked a lot about Elvis. Obviously, he didn't have a lot to fix. He's He's been swinging the bat well, but what are we seeing here from Elvis? Is is he also making these same improvements, or is he just the same guy, and he, it's just all clicking for him? I think a little bit of both. You know, you got to give Elvis credit. If you really look at it, probably midway through 2016, he made some adjustments and started tapping into his natural strength and ability. And you know, he he had been a uh, kind of a singles hitter before that. And Elvis is a big man. You know, he's strong and he's he's got a good swing. And then he realized what he was capable of midway through 16. And and if he hadn't broken his arm last year, I think we'd be looking at you know pretty consistent run since that point in the middle of 2016 where he's been a you know, above average offensive producer. And um, last year he got off the real good start for two weeks, broke his arm. And when he came back, you know, he was, he was still hampered by it for a while, but um, had a big year in 17 uh, off to a very good start this year. So, you know, I, I think this is the new norm for Elvis and uh, you know, he's been an outstanding player for us. I, I want to use that as a jump off for a different conversation. Um, because I think over time we started to view Elvis differently, even though we sort of quote unquote knew what he was, right? Well, Mm -hmm. you got some young players, they're young, but they've been around now. Gallo, Mazzara, if you want to throw Ruggie in there, those guys have been around, but they're, they're still young. But at at what point in evaluating those guys, what's a, what's a good timetable to go? Okay. I feel like I know what these guys are. How far away do you think you are as an organization from really knowing what, Gallo and Mazzara are as players. So I, I think I think that kind of depends on a couple of things. One, like the players, um, you know, their aptitude, their intelligence, right? Are they coachable? And, and not just are they willing to be coached, but can they can they make the athletic moves that you know the coaches are kind of working on them with? Or mentally, do they understand you know how players are, how the pitchers are going to try to attack them and and uh, Sorry, guys. 
Is that Lincoln? <laughs> no, I'm actually in the office. Sorry. Josh. Um, the uh, just you know, our guys. John. Yeah, sorry, guys. Somebody just stepped in here. Oh no, no. no John, do you want to go on speakerphone? Yeah, yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> sometimes when I have the door shut, it's like clear, it's like shut. And sometimes it's shut with the invitation that means come on in. I guess. <laughs> um, no, I, I. Some of it's like aptitude, and I think with Joey and Maz, you're just like these guys are capable of making changes. They're capable of making adjustments. Elvis is Kaylee smart, right? And I think the other piece of it is like the environment, and you know we've got such a good good thing going right now with Woody and the staff that you know it it helps it helps us as an evaluator say you know like it, he he's smart he's athletic he's able to make adjustments and he's in an environment that's conducive to that so that's a very good feeling for us I I think we're going to know a lot this year you know I don't think this is like long time down the line uh, but you never want to see somebody have to go somewhere else right you never want to see somebody have to have to change the scenery to go somewhere else and that's where, like, Woody and the staff, it's a very comforting feeling on our end. So, uh, Jose LeClerc still continuing to struggle just a little bit. Um, are, are you guys, I don't know if concerned is the right word, or are you seeing enough to where you're like, okay, this is about to get on track? Uh, kind of in between. I, I think we, we've identified what's going on. I think there's a little bit of a mechanical um, adjustment that he can make and he started to work on. Uh, that was a little bit better yesterday. Uh, you know, lead off double, but uh, other than that, he was around the zone. He was much more competitive. Um, I, I just think he had those couple of rough outings there in, uh, in Arizona. Then he had the one here at home against Houston at the end of the last homestand, and I think it snowballed a little bit on him. You know, what, what was a kind of a small physical mechanical issue, you know, it, it creeps in. And that was his real first time as a closer having that. Uh, but I, I feel good, you know, from the Julio and the guys, they're on top of it, and I, I think it's under control. And, John, finally, most people are giving the Cowboys an A to an A-plus draft grade, Giants, low D, maybe a high F. How did you perceive the uh, the draft this weekend for your Giants? So I, I was in the camp. I was kind of hoping for one of the big um, you know, defensive playmakers, whether Josh Allen or Oliver, there at six. Um, end of the day, you know, you got to have faith and trust that you know, Jones is going to be what they think he can be. Uh, but from like a straight like fan standpoint, I was I was hoping for one of those. I was hoping for Allen, you know. And uh, um, you know, some teams like trade down a ton, uh, load up on you know. You see the Seahawks do it, and the Patriots, and you know the Ravens they just collect picks and improve their odds. And the Giants are not a team that that's done that. So they you know they really put a lot of pressure on on making the right eval, and I got to trust they did. Your GM skills carry over to fantasy football. Uh, I'm, I'm usually in the mix. I'm usually in the mix. Yeah. I, I think I, I think I finished in the, uh, I think both my leagues last year, I lost in the semifinals and finished in third place. Are you a wheeler and dealer in fantasy football or do you kind of just draft your team and, and trust that you made the right decisions? Uh, neither league I'm in is like really big on trades. We, we kind of went south when Thad left. Thad was, Thad liked to, to, Try to hose some of the interns in the, in the office. Um, so you got to be pretty active on the on the wire. And one one of them is a keeper. The office uh, league is a keeper league, so we got a lot of like buyer seller kind of deals right before the deadline trading like future draft picks. 
Golly, that'd be awesome to see what's going on. We're going to need to track that league a little more closely this year, if you don't mind. Hey, J.D., uh, thanks for taking the time to join us. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Thank you. There he goes, John Daniels. Uh, what? So what happened? Did Here's Mike Daly think. walk in in the middle of that thing? I think, uh, I think Woody walked in with an emergency, and John really wanted to take it, and then he realized it wasn't that big of an emergency. Love Woody. Yeah, I think it was some... Uh, employee going in there. John, it's Carol's birthday. Could you please sign her card? Did you sign it already? Oh, you're oh you're on the phone. Oh, do you want to just sign while you're talking, or would you like to stop? I think it was one of those situations. secretary situation. Yeah, quite possibly. Uh, all right, there he goes, John Daniels. His weekly visit. Uh, we greatly appreciate that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.